Running back Mark Ingram found a new team. Wide receiver John Brown lost his team all on the same day. You're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot go with him. Can't do it. You play with me. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Locked in to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Clock Dodgers podcast. I keep on telling the listeners, I keep on telling people that I talk to in conversations when they ask, you know, what decisions to make and advice on a player and on a team situation. And the problem is, is these things change at the drop of a hat. And that's why we do podcasts five days a week now. That's why we're on social media all day. That's why content is being created all the time because things change. If you want to be locked in, if you want to know about these things as soon as they come out, you subscribe to the Cloud Dodgers podcast and we talk about it. And we talk about it and we work it out. We figure it out. We stay on top of the news. That's what we're trying to do here today. So that's why we're going to talk about Mark Ingram and John Brown. You think an episode dedicated to those two? Absolutely. Because it's much bigger than just those two. It's a lot bigger than just Mark Ingram and John Brown. So let, let's talk about let, let, let's look at it this way. Mark Ingram signed with the Texans. Not even a week ago, maybe I talked about David Johnson and the Texans on this very podcast. John Brown was released by the Bills. Not even maybe two weeks ago. I talked about Gabriel Davis and the bills on this podcast. So when, when you say to yourself, Hey, I just see Mark Ingram got signed. Ah, no big deal. I don't care about him ignoring it. Ah, I just seen John Brown got released. Ah, not that big of a deal. I'm going to ignore it. You fall behind. You can't afford to ignore the news. If you're playing redraft or you're drafting right before this season. All right, man, listen, I guess you could click on whatever website you're using. Look at the notes catch up on a couple of podcasts right then and there and, and do your redraft league. But when you're listening to a podcast right now, when you're listening to Cloud Dodgers podcast, this, this, this early in the off season, when you haven't stopped listening since last season and the year before that, I have to assume that most listeners right now are, are dynasty football fans. They're, they're fine. They're dynasty football participants, Debbie leagues, whatever it is you want to call it, whatever type of league, whatever style it is but it's ongoing or you're playing best ball. You're doing something right now where you care about the right now, unless you just like, you know, dropping by showing love, support, connecting, talking. I appreciate that too. That works for me too. I have no issue with that at all. Actually. Um, it's a beautiful thing, (laughs) but we have to talk about Mark Ingram and John Brown. Let's start with Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram, was signed by the Texans, as I mentioned a little earlier. One-year deal, $3 million. It's a lot of money to me and you. Not a lot of money to Mark Ingram, probably. The money doesn't really matter here. We don't care about that. It's not the the factor that we're here to talk about. Last season, I'm a a big fan of Mark Ingram. Anyone who's played in leagues with me over the years knows that um, I'm a big fan of Mark, even when other people weren't, when they felt like, 
He had competition that would not allow him to flourish. I like the value of Mark Ingram throughout his career. Um, but last year was a bad year for Mark Ingram. Last year was had to be the least productive or you know statistical season he's ever had. I am I I have to believe that without even looking at the stats because I know he ran for like significantly less than 500 yards. I know he didn't have a ton of carries. He he missed games. So it's not all his fault. No, it's not like, you know, it's just Mark Ingram's fault. He completely fell off the map. He had guys behind him that were were talented, a rookie that was talented. Um, He is getting up there in age, but, I mean, the year before, I know he was over 1,000 double-digit touchdowns. So it's not like he just literally fell off the map that hard. I, I don't believe that. So when he signs with a team like the Texans, I'm not going to ignore it. No way. Not possible because I believe in Mark Ingram, number one. I believe he's still good. I believe he still has, you know, years left in him, a couple years left in him. And I don't think the Texans would have just, you know, rushed to this to this sign-in for nothing. The problem with the sign-in for me is I'm a big David Johnson fan too. And if you've been listening to the show and you haven't missed an episode, you know, I just talked of David Johnson. I think it was a week ago. And I said, he finished top 20 or right, right there on the border of it. And he had top 15 potential next season in Houston. And Mark Ingram signing with the team definitely puts a damper on that. It definitely puts it, uh, it, it turns a, I, you know, on that, on that episode, I was saying, go trade for David Johnson, go acquire David Johnson, draft David Johnson. Um, you know, he's a safe bet. And I know he had Duke Johnson there last year and they let him go. And so that situation felt even better. And then they go and sign Mark Ingram. And it's just, it's just, it's just a little frustrating because I don't, I don't think that Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram is necessarily going to make David Johnson irrelevant. I still think David Johnson is the starter in Houston. I still think he gets the majority of the carries in Houston, but now I can't feel as confident drafting him where I wanted to draft David Johnson. But now he's going to fall some more. If he falls some more, he may just fall back right back where I want him, you know, back onto my team again. It's 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 possible. But this this doesn't help David Johnson at all, in my opinion. Of course, he had to have a backup. Of course, there had to be another guy there sharing the role with him in some in some capacity. But Mark Ingram is pretty good at football. He's still pretty good at football. He's pretty good at scoring touchdowns. And so, yeah, I think he's a threat. Again, I don't think Mark Ingram is actually going to come in and take the job from David Johnson because, again, they they put a lot into David Johnson. But it puts a little dent in the armor that I was, you know, picking David Johnson up with this year. So this matters. This is why guys like Mark Ingram signing matters, and you can't ignore them. And there's going to be people who stumble into redraft and don't even pay attention to this. <laughs> there's going to be people who stumble into leagues and drafts and you're going to take their money because you, you've been, you've been paying attention. You put in that off season work. You've been listening to podcasts. You've been reading articles. You've been part of the fantasy community. You're going to take that's That's easy money. You've been in the group chats. That's easy money. Which brings us over to John Brown. John Brown, on the flip side, was released from his team. He was released from the Bills. 
a team who found tons of success last season, had a really good year, a really good, the team had a really good year overall. And he gets released. Um, he's actually done an interview since he was released, um, which he, he, it's, it's interesting. Just fancy aside. Um, he mentioned that he wasn't, you know, he was, he was kind of blindsided by it. No one gave him a heads up and that, you know, he didn't know that this was coming at all. Interesting quote. He said, like, I don't know if they gave Josh Allen input on it. He should have had, he should have had input or if he did have input, I thought he would want me to stay. That's, that's an interesting comment. It's a really interesting comment. He mentioned some teams that he would like to sign to, you know, he's interested in Steelers, Colts. I don't know if the, if the, if the bills will try to bring him back, I have no clue, you know, what the intentions are. Cause we know during this time of the year, especially with the salary cap situation, some teams do release guys to bring them back um, at, a, at, a, at a better contract. So it's totally, you know, totally possible. But um, what I love about this is if he doesn't return, I shouldn't say what I love because it sounds like I'm happy that he got cut. I'm not happy that he got cut. I'm actually a John Brown fan as well. I'm rooting for him. I think wherever he goes, he can make an impact. Um, so this isn't like the end of the John Brown story, in my opinion. And he's worth keeping an eye on wherever he goes next um, because you might want him on some of your fantasy teams. But what it brings up even more for me, what it brings to the front of the table for me is Gabriel Davis. Now, you guys know I can't get enough of the Gabriel Davis conversation. Last season, he found his way into an episode all the time for me. I tried to I tried to squeeze the rookie into every conversation I could. Picked him as the not-so-obvious locks of the week. Had him all in the conversation, man. And here we go. Here we go. Now, what's going to happen is if you've been listening to the podcast, you're going to know that you already knew about Gabriel Davis. You already had Gabriel Davis on your team because you've been listening to the podcast. You've already been up on game. You've already acquired him, drafted him, whatever it was, because you know you listen to the Cloud Dodgers podcast and you're ahead of a curve. You know about Windows already. You know about the rookies that are going to be successful. You know about the guys that we like. If you haven't been listening, if you're new to the show or you didn't agree or believe, now you're going to try to acquire him and it's going to be a little too late possibly. There are leagues that I did not have him in in Dynasty that I am trying to acquire him in right now. (laughs) So... That's not a knock on you if you haven't tried to acquire him. I'm just doing it too. It just kind of it woke me up in a couple of leagues where I've been kind of sleeping. I'm, the thing when you when you do a podcast like this and you provide advice and insight and analysis and your opinion, you sometimes slack off in your own leagues. It, it does happen. It's I'm it's an I'm an unfortunate victim of that. Um, where I'm so concerned with helping you guys and talking to you guys and connected with you guys and providing information and advice to you guys that I just sometimes let things you know. On my own leagues, just kind of fall by the wayside sometimes. It happens. You guys are more important than that. I, you know, since I started doing this, as much as I love fantasy football, I just love connecting with you guys and the community that we're building, this family that we got. So, you guys come first when it comes to fantasy. It's not my own teams that I think about first. <laughs> just it's, it's I'm not even. It's, it's crazy. It sounds it sounds nuts. As as much as a fanatic as I am, I've allowed my own my own teams to um, sometimes need to tidying up. Because I'm slacking, worrying about everything else. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to acquire him now too. So it's no shade, but you know, you could have had yourself some shares already. You could have already had him in teams. You could have already had him, you know, on your lineup from last season, and just carrying him over to this season. You're like, look at that. I listened to the Cloud Dodgers podcast. These guys, 
love Gabriel Davis. Well, Neil loved Gabriel Davis. And so I already got him. I don't even have to worry about, you know, what happens next. <laughs> I already got the guy. Situation got better. Great. Well, my team already has him, so I'm in a good spot right now. That's how you can feel about it. But if you didn't, you're playing from behind. You have to go try to acquire him now because you should. This hasn't changed a thing. You just have to pay more now. And that's why we listen all year long. That's why we follow the news all year long. That's why we talk about this and speak about this and have group chats about this and rank players and podcasts about it and write articles about it because it matters. John Brown being released matters. It's, it's just a fact. That Bill's offense is still electric, man. John Brown wasn't like, you know, um, he's not like, you know, he's not the end all be all. Him, him being gone, they still got Stephon Diggs. They still got Cole. They got Gabriel Davis. I really see a huge year for Gabriel Davis. A huge season. Playing opposite of Stephon Diggs. Like, I feel really good about it. I feel really good about it. I like his chances. So, Stephon Diggs. Not Stephon Diggs. Gabriel Davis stock up due to John Brown. Remember, just because a player leaves and those targets and everything become vacated it doesn't mean it goes to the wide receiver one or the next guy in line like it doesn't always play out that way so don't get you know don't 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 do that kind of math but at the end of the day gabriel davis stock up john brown will see where he goes it could be stock up for john brown too it's crazy that's how fancy works it could be stock up for both players um and in houston stock up for mark ingram in terms of i believe it's a better situation and more opportunity potentially um, because the team might have to lean on these guys hard, especially if Deshaun Watson is gone and they start, you know, they change quarterback situation. They they could lean heavy on their running backs. Um man, Texans such a such a bad position to be in, man. I said it was better than the Ravens situation. I don't know if it is actually. Um such an ugly team with Will Fuller potentially leaving, and it's just man. Just got a gang of holes on that uh on that team, man. That new coach is pumped. I don't know if you guys seen the interview with him recently. He was on a, a Huddle and Flow podcast. And man, he was pumped about you know this opportunity. Which of course he is, but I mean he was really excited. And um his dad is 94 and he was like super proud to tell his dad and his dad was proud of him. It was it was pretty awesome, honestly. Um I highly I highly recommend you check that out. But yeah, overall. David Johnson, Mark Ingram, stock down because they're going to eat each other alive here. Um, I, I made mention of this on Twitter. I said the Texans killed two running backs value with one contract. Just It just is what it is. So stock down David Johnson, stock down Mark Ingram, stock up Gabriel Davis. We'll see where John Brown goes. He may get some fresh new opportunities. Who knows? But I don't, you know, there's no reason to knock him. We'll see what we'll see how it plays out for him. Um, he may end up in another good position. We'll see. We'll see. Other than that, that's all I got for today. That's it. I appreciate everyone who's been supporting on Twitter. Your uh, your support has not gone un- not unrecognized. The group chats, Clubhouse. Hey, Clubhouse is a fire app. Y'all need to get on it. Um, shout out to everybody on Clubhouse. Uh, it's been really fun interacting with everybody on there. Um, shout out to all the new subscribers for the podcast. Shout out to all the new subscribers on YouTube. You guys are showing love everywhere. Um, It's fun. It's fun when you guys interact 
and it's fun to watch this thing grow. It's super exciting. We have a lot of big things planned, lots of, you know, guests lined up, a lot of things happening. And you're all to, you know, responsible for that. So shout out to all of you. You guys are amazing. Um, that's all I got for today. Other than that, you guys know the deal. You know the drill. As always, be kind, be great, keep dodging.